Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm Lisa Stone and you're listening to Parenting Aces. Welcome to season 13 of the Parenting Aces podcast, a proud member of the Tennis Channel Podcast Network. I'm your host, Lisa Stone, and this week we are talking with a tennis enthusiast, a tennis inventor, and oh yeah, he happens to be a CPA in the biotech field. So (laughs) there's that piece of it, but also a fellow lefty and also a neighbor of mine here in Southern California. Ken Bright is the inventor of Rally Hopper. He was looking to to create a solution to a problem every single tennis player has, which is we wind up with all of these stray balls. We have no idea what to do with them. They get buried in the bottom of our tennis bag, adding another several pounds to what's already a heavy thing to tote around. And so Ken thought, gosh, there's got to be a better way to handle this. Rally Hopper was born through a Kickstarter campaign and was very successful on Kickstarter. Kickstarter raised in excess of the amount that they were seeking and are now getting ready to go to market. So I'm thrilled to have Kim with us to tell us all about Rally Hopper, its applications for junior and college tennis, and basically just to introduce you to a, a pretty cool guy. So sit back, relax, and enjoy my conversation with inventor slash CPA, Ken Bright. Welcome to Parenting Aces, Ken. It is so great to see you, and I'm super, super excited for you to share Rally Hopper with our community. Uh, Pleasure to be here, Lisa. Yeah, I'm very excited about it. And it turns out we're neighbors. We haven't met in person, but I suspect we're going to find each other on the tennis court sometime soon now. I sure hope so. It's sad if we didn't. Exactly. Exactly. So like I do with new guests on the pod, I want to start by asking you how you came to tennis. What is your tennis origin story? Let's see. I started about 11, 12, 11 or 12 years old. Um, I grew up in the high desert, um, very sprawling landscape. And uh, I grew up riding horses, actually. And playing basketball. And, um, and then I think it was right about the time that I, I, I grew out of riding horses that I, I kind of transitioned and needed something new to do and started playing tennis and had a, um, a really fantastic, um, tennis coach by the name of Matthew Bullock. Um, and, um, he, uh, he really was great at instilling the love of the game. Um, it was just super fun to be out there on the court with him and, um, you know, and he had a, um, a very distinct style, which, you know, I adopted, I, you know, I played one handed backhand and, you know, which is not le- less the norm now. And, um, you know, I'm also a, a lefty and, um, he helped, um, garner, a, you know, a, a nice big lefty serve and, um, 
you know, it, and it's just, it, it grew from there. I, I was always just naturally, you know, very competitive. Um, and so I started playing USDA tournaments, um, and, and did fairly well. I played, um, high school, um, tennis as well. Uh, and, um, I didn't, uh, I didn't play in college. I, you know, it's the times were different then, you know, uh, there was, everybody was playing, you know, multiple sports was fairly common. And, you know, I think, you know, where we live down in San Clemente these days, if you're not kind of locked into a sport by the time you're a teenager, you know, um, there's, you know, barely any hope of making a high school team or whatever. So, um, but yeah, that's, that's how I got started. Um, and I, um, was just naturally coordinated and I took to the sport fairly well. And, um, yeah, it's, I've been playing it ever since. Um, and yeah, it, it still brings me joy every time I get on the court. Love hearing that. What role did your parents play in your tennis, if any, growing up? I mean, obviously they wrote the check for the coach and for the tournaments. Yeah. yeah um, you know, my father um, was uh, more of a basketball fan. I, I'm unfortunately not very tall, so my uh, <laughs> my my basketball days were numbered. Even though I uh, I actually was good enough to play scout team in college, and so I, I helped uh, the UCSB women's uh, program prepare for for their um, uh, for their games. Um, there was a, a small team of us that would do that, um, which was pretty fun. Um, but yeah, so he was. Um, he he knew basketball. He didn't know tennis. Um, I I don't know that my uh, my mother really knew anything about tennis either. You know, and so it was um, they were I guess kind of hands off in that regard. You know, which is you know can be good. Right? <laughs> you know, yes. I mean, <laughs> and so you know I see that now with my own kids. You know, in terms of um, you know I'm I'm using a very light hand in terms of trying to encourage them you know to uh to play and it's i'm, I'm slow rolling it and uh, you know i've got i think my daughter my, my middle child she she's shown a little bit of uh of interest um and you know and and i, I still try to bring you know what got me hooked you know is just making it fun you know yeah um, whenever you get out there so i love that i love that and you're an avid player now you play relatively often i know um in the area which kind of segues into why you're here today to talk about rally hopper which is this amazing piece of equipment that for whatever reason nobody ever thought to create before now so why don't you give our audience a little bit of the backstory on Rally Hopper, what it is, and why you decided to go down this inventor path. Sure, sure. It, it does seem like one of those things somebody somebody should have created by now. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know. I, I, I naturally have lots of ideas. I'm one of those types. I'm, you know, I'm left-handed, so I'm in my the creative side of my brain, I guess. Um, and, you know, when I was really playing a lot, basically daily, uh, this was before my my oldest was born, um, you know, cracking a new can of balls every day. And, you know, and by the end of the week, you've got, you know, kind of this collection of, you know, fairly decent match balls that, you know, that would be, are good for practice or, you know, or the the warm up. 
And, um, but they were just kind of creating, you know, chaos in my bag. Um, you know, I don't, I don't like throwing them away until I, until I beat them to death. Um, and, chaos and wait, I mean, honestly, I know, right. right. Yeah. And, and so, um, yeah, I just, uh, when my son was born, um, and I was playing a little less, but I still had all these, you know, tennis balls in there. And I, I, I don't know. I was like, this probably a better way to organize this. And I, I took one of his old diaper boxes, you know, that um, came in the mail and, and I cut it up and, and made my, my first prototype out of cardboard and tape. And, you know, I found that I was like, Hey, I can organize about, you know, 30 balls, you know, in this space. I'm like, that seems significant. Right. I mean, you know, when you look at ball tubes that have say, you know, 18, you know, um, capacity and, you know, I mean, it's less than a, than an actual, you know, standard ball basket, but you know, it's, it's a nice, you know, middle, middle ground. Um, and yeah, and then I basically just started iterating from there, you know, in terms of, um, I, you know, built one out of wood and with some hinges and it looked very, you know, Frankenstein's monster and, um, you know, and, but just kind of, you know, kept at it. And I, I, I like designing and drawing and, you know, and, um, and so I would, um, I'd have new plans made and, you know, and I, I just assemble them myself and just, and, and you just continue to just to kind of troubleshoot and improve. And, um, I mean, I, it went on for, for years, basically, you know, so I, I, I'm a CPA by trade, you know, I, I work primarily with, uh, life science companies and biotech companies and and it was just something that that I liked to do and then you know um as it really started to improve um you know I was like you know this could actually really be something you know um as I was kind of adding functionality and and um you know so then I filed for for patents and you know and then I decided to work with a, a product development company and um, you know, throw some more spaghetti at the wall. And you know, that's, that's a really fun process. If, if any of it, if anybody hasn't ever done that before, I mean, because you get all of these creatives, you know, you give them an I new idea and all the things that they come up, come up with is, you know, it's, it's, it's quite fun to see. Um, and so, yeah, it's just been, it's, it's been a fun journey. I've, I've enjoyed every minute of it. So let's back up just a second and talk about what Rally Hopper is and how oh, yeah. <laughs> how it can function for sure. tennis players in general, but junior tennis players specifically. Yeah, sorry, I kind of kind of jumped over that. Um, so yeah, so it's a um, it's a ball hopper that fits in your tennis bag, right? And so um, so from that initial idea of being able to organize the balls in in, in my tennis bag. Um, I added functionality where you can actually pick up tennis balls. You can pour tennis balls out. Um, it's got this, you know, very satisfying uh, sensation of just plucking them between the strings, um, which is, I, I don't know, it's oddly, oddly satisfying. Um, but yeah, it um, basically, so when I, when I started to think about, okay, you know, my own experience in competitive tennis and, um, and even, you know, what I like to do, you know, in my social tennis now, I try to get to the court early, um, you know, and warm up and the same thing in, in tournament days, you want to get there, uh, warm up, hopefully you can find a court and, um, 
you know, you may not have a lot of time. I mean, certainly they don't give you any warm up time for your matches. I mean, it's just kind of a joke. Um, you're expected to more or less already be warm. Um, and then I'll play my match, you know, and then often, you know, the, the one thing that I'll, I'll come back to is, you know, how well I served on that day. Right. And, you know, and if I didn't serve well, I, I go hit some more balls afterwards. Right. And, and really this device, um, is perfect for, you know, that type of scenario, basically. Right. If, you know, you young competitive tennis, you're traveling, I mean, the thing fits in your tennis bag. You've, you've got um, all kinds of, you know, new utility in, um, in your bag now. Um, and then you can be so much more efficient, you know, with your warm up and, 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 um, and more effective with your practice when you're not with your coach and you don't, you're not lugging around a, a shopping cart bag or, you know, a shopping cart uh, basket, excuse me, or, um, you know, the, the big cumbersome, um, ball baskets that, that we we all know and love, I mean, which still definitely have their use, right. It's just that I, I see this as, you know, the one piece of equipment that everybody's going to have because it gives you, you know, um, so much additional functionality in, in, in terms of making your game more efficient and effective, which is, you know, really what, uh, what I think matters when you're, when you're trying to improve. One of the things that I think is so cool about it is, as you mentioned, it fits in the tennis bag. It fits in the racket compartment of the bag. So the general shape of of Rally Hopper is akin to a tennis racket, um, but it expands when you take it out of your bag. It's got legs that actually stand it up on the court so that it is a proper height to use when you're practicing serves or if you're just, you know, warming up, as you said. And then it also functions as a ball picker upper when you're done hitting. You right. can, you know, grab it by the the legs, which are now the handle and, and load it back up, right? And I think that's super cool. The other really amazing piece of this, which I love, is that you are recycling a product that is typically been just filling up landfills, and now you're utilizing it to create this new useful piece of equipment. Talk about the strings and, yeah. and how you're doing that. Yeah. So there was... Um... So a bit of, you know, kind of my and my wife's kind of ethos or, you know, what makes us who we are is, you know, um, we're, we're very uh, interested in, in circularity, the sustainability. And and um, and so we, we were extremely mindful in terms of how the product um was, you know, the material we used and, you know, how it was manufactured, you know, um, I mean, it's only, it, it's made from three, there's three pieces basically, you know, um, and, um, and then the strings basically. Right. And, and I, I forget how the inspiration to actually use string came about. Um, but I mean, ultimately we were just looking for a lightweight way to, re to retain the, the balls. Um, and so we, we went to a um, local um, tennis shop um, here in Dana Point called Strings, and Tony over there is great. And he, um, you know, we said, you know, we're 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 looking at how we can, um, you know, kind of have a 
um, a bigger impact on on the game of tennis and, and make it more sustainable because it is just so resource intensive, you know, from all the string that gets used and the tennis balls. And I mean, um, I mean, we estimated that there's enough string sold or used um, every year to wrap the earth twice. And, wow. and it's probably more than that, to be honest. But um, and so, you know, there were there were organizations that were trying to recycle tennis balls. We didn't really find anything about the string, though. There wasn't anybody doing that. Um, you know, you've we live by the ocean here. There's there are companies that that recycle fishing sh- string, so which is also nylon. So it's like, OK, this, this can be done. And it doesn't have fish guts on it or anything like that. Right. So um, (laughs) thank goodness. I know. Right. And so, you know, we decided like, okay, let's, let's collect some of this string and, and see um, what that process looks like. Right. And so we did that for an entire year. You know, we ran a Kickstarter campaign and there's some really cool photos on there of, of the the piles of, of polyester and nylon that we collected and um but one of the really interesting things that we didn't expect was that there was all of this virgin unused material in there um from the ends of the um, the string spools right so you know they you buy these spools of string to string rackets you know and they you know let's say they will string 10 rackets but they always give you a little bit of wiggle room there at the end you know because there's varying size of you know uh, of strings um or string quantity that's needed per racket and so you'd end up with this couple feet of you know of material that doesn't get used and, and it's like oh hey that's let's design this thing in a way so that we can use those right and and you know and it, in my in my experience in my day job of you know working for pharmaceutical companies and biotech there's yeah you have to find kind of alignments you know and in what you're doing right i mean so there's certainly the the first thing of like okay am i creating a, a product that's really solving a problem right you know and um but then that next step of like, okay, well, if that is a problem there, is is there alignment or all the incentive pieces and components in the right place so that doctors are going to actually order my test or, 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 you know, use my drug or, you know, whatever it is, right? And the same is true for, you know, most, most industries, right? And so um, we're trying to, you know, basically use this product as, as a way to find that alignment to um, to make the game more sustainable, right? And so that we'll sell these um, hoppers through, you know, your traditional brick and mortars, the stringers that you're going to, right? And that you have your multiple touch points with every year um, and supporting their business and, you know, and then and asking them like, hey, okay, we're, we want you guys to be, you know, the, the point of contact here please start, you know, in exchange for that, you know, uh, that financial benefit, please um, start sorting your string, which is really not that big of a burden. I mean, the way that they, they cut it, uh, they cut them out and you, you know, the boxes that we ship the rally hoppers to, um, you can use one for nylon, one for polyester, and and you can ship it back to us. And, and, um, and then we will, um, we'll recycle that material. And um, I, I mean, there's, there's plenty of instances um, 
of you know the big brands the nikes adidas's of the world that are interested in um trying to you know improve their you know their carbon footprint and mm -hmm. you know and the sustainability of of um the various sports that, that they're supporting um and this is just represents a new feedstock of of a you know a, a material that's currently unused uh, um you know or not collected it's ending up in the landfill and you know and um we're you know we're using so much energy and, and resources to um you know to to make these materials right and you know it's kind of silly that um you know that they just kind of end up in in the trash when you know we're um that they can be they can be recycled um and you know there's um i forget which brand it is there uh, there's a recycled string product now like it's you know they're they're making the string from recycled plastic i think it's a polyester um uh, I think it's a Luxalon um, string, I think is doing it. I mean, so, you know, there is interest in in trying to improve, you know, the the sustainability of of tennis as, as, as well as all the other sports out there. And, and so um, we're trying to use the rally hopper as as a as a way to um, to put a new system in place. I mean, like if at the end of the day, if if if. I, if I could just, if I could get that done, like that's a win. Like we're basically something that's, you know, not being recycled is actually recycled. And, and there's, um, you know, a, um, a benefit, you know, being added to the game. Like that would just be awesome. I love that. Do you know about how many rackets worth of string it takes to make one rally hopper? Um, that's, a good question. I um, we haven't done it yet. That that is ultimately the goal, right? I mean, um, so I think I estimated that you know from the if we if we collected a hundred percent of what was being used, you know, the amount of material you know that that we estimated that's being wasted every year, we could make like twenty thousand hoppers a year. Wow. Wow. And, you know, one of the cool features of Rally Hopper, too, is if the string breaks, which we all know, tennis yep. string breaks, yep. you as the end user can just restring it. Yeah, it's just hand tensioned. You just, you know, put it in there, you know, and, and just and uh, put a new string back in. And I, I honestly I think that that's um, there's something fun to be had there and like, you know. I, I look. This is my best effort at 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 fitting a a rally hopper or fitting a ball hopper in a tennis bag, mm -hmm. um, and I hope my patents hold up and they you know I'm able to operate with, <laughs> freely operate without the big boys coming to coming to get me too soon. Um, but I imagine that that somebody's going to come up with a, a, you know another cool way to do it you know that I that I didn't think of um but ultimately and about the strings it's like okay i put them all more or less parallel right you know you could change your strings and ross you know i mean like it's there is uh, you know right now these builds are out of you know aluminum sheet metal i mean you can drill your own holes additional ones you could you know i mean there's um i i i kind of ex am expecting to see those sorts of things happen right i mean because you know that that's what kids like to do that yeah. you know 
play around with stuff and you know and and make it make it their own and you know and you can absolutely do that with this it's this beautiful canvas that you can slap all your stickers on it and you know and and show who you are when you uh you're stepping out on the court i love that and and as an adjunct to that you are also creating colorful ones um you're working with teams and at the high school level i assume at the collegiate level, if not already, that's coming. Talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah, that's that's basically where um, we'll be starting our our go to market efforts. Um, mostly, I mean, it's that's that's the core market, basically, right? Is is uh, high school players, right? Um, and um, there's been there's been great feedback uh, from the coaches at both the the high school and the collegiate level. There's um, interest, and so I'm um, I will uh, hopefully be uh, placing a couple with uh, USC and UCLA. Um, Go you know, Bruins! This, this <laughs> um, you know, and then our and our local uh, tennis team here in San Clemente, um, Coach Gary over there has um, been very supportive, supportive, and is interested and. Um, and I was able to, through the campaign, I was able to get my own alma mater, um, in you know, Apple Valley, um, supported. And, and so we'll be producing all of those, but yes, the, I, the way I, I, I envision it, I mean, is, um, is having one of these, you know, or, you know, up to six of these, you know, for every school basically as part of like their, you know, team equipment, um, not to mention basically, you know, um, individual players owning their own. Right. I, I like this idea of like, okay, you're assigning one to your number one singles player and, and you know, and it says number one singles on it down the side. Like, and when you, you're going, you know, to your away matches and you pull this thing out of your bag and it says, you know, the Tritons on it and it's in the San Clemente red and black colors. And, you know, and, um, I, um, in my head, you know, I, in my head, it's going to look amazing. Right. You know, and so I, and I have renderings of those and, um, and, and I, I, I think it looks pretty, pretty awesome. And, um, can the it, string be stenciled too? Like, could they stencil the mascot on there? I mean, there, there's only you technically you could, um, but there's plenty of it. That's the cool. Other cool thing is there's plenty of real estate on this thing that you don't need to, you can put big, you, I mean, you can put a solid, you know, four inch circle sticker, sticker on there, you know, mm -hmm. or that's an estimate, uh, four inch. I think that's probably all right. Um, and, um, you know, so, you know, you can have logos up the, up the wazoo, you know, when you fold the legs down, I mean, there's two panels to it. You can do it on the outside and on the inside of it. I mean, so, um, I definitely see that, um, you know, the high school branding as, um, as, as a, as a big, a big thing. Um, and then, um, you know, and then certainly, you know, the, the college game is, is, is massive as well. And, and so I'm, unfortunately I'm, I'm, I'm plugged in with, um, Allison Swain up at USC and I will hopefully be putting one of these in, in her hands, um, uh, soon. Um, and some other tennis coaches, you know, around the country, um, that I'm connected to and, um, you know, and I'm just excited to see where it goes, you know, cause I, I, um, again, I, I, the, the traveling aspect of it is a big one, right. Especially right. At, at, you know, for, 
um, well, high school tennis, but even like the, the uh, more so the competitive USTA and then, and certainly in college, you know, um, and you, you know, you just, it's cumbersome to carry baskets, especially if you're flying, you're, you're not going to, if you're going to fly somewhere, you're not going to, you know, you're not going to take you know, tennis baskets with you, uh, or maybe they do. I don't know, <laughs> but <laughs> this, this will be a much more elegant solution, you know? Um, and so I, I think it's going to, um, it's going to take off because of that. Yeah. I love that. And, you know, you mentioned how it's great for the competitive junior player. I mean, I just keep thinking back to my days of loading up the trunk of my car to go to a tournament and everything's jammed in there and how nice it would have been to have something like this that my son could just put in his racket bag. Now he's got, you know, a significant number of practice balls to go warm up his serve, to go warm up with a buddy, whatever it is. And then it folds right back up, goes right back in the bag and doesn't take up space in the already very crowded car. Um, and it's lightweight to boot, which is a big bonus. And uh, as as anyone who has dealt with traveling to tournaments with their kids can attest. But um, can you tell us a little bit about the price point of this and where it's going to be available? Yeah, so that's still a very fluid um, conversation, uh, certainly in my household. Um, And let me just interrupt, and I want to say that we're recording this. Your Kickstarter campaign just ended and you were successful. You actually raised more than what you were seeking, which is amazing. Congratulations to Thank that. Um, so my questions may be a little premature. And by the time this airs, we probably will have answers or more concrete answers, which we'll have in the show notes. So yeah, be sure I mean, and check the, those out. Yeah. The So in the campaign, I mean, the um, the price was like 189 I mean, so we've... Um, I mean, which is, is significantly more than what, you know, um, what you're uh, used to paying for, you know, just a, a typical hopper. Um, but there's also, you know, there's, there's a, a ton of, you know, of extra functionality. And, and it's the first thing, right? You know, it's the first one that nobody's tried to do this like this before. So um, it's it's really hard to estimate, you know, the the intrinsic value that, you know, that the market's going to put into, you know, place on it. And so we've priced it around, you know, kind of where the tennis racket is, um, is priced at. Um, and, but that's also paying for American manufacturing, local manufacturing, like the, you know, I, I said that uh, before that we've got this thing down to to only three pieces, um, and that's from uh, aluminum sheet metal that's um, you know powder coated, and um, you know you so you can very efficiently you know manufacture this you know basically anywhere in the states you know um, and which is which is really really cool. I mean, um, I'm I'm a big believer in 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 that we need to get you know, products made as, as close to their end use. Not that there's anything wrong with having things made up overseas, but that, that doesn't apply to everything. Right. You know? And so, um, you know, that's, that's, that point was, was important to me. And, um, and so, yeah, so that's, um, 
factors in, in kind of how we've priced it. And then ultimately, you know, we're, <laughs> there is that social component of we're trying to take responsibility for the, you know, for the game a bit in terms of, um, you know, that there is uh, a lot of resources that goes into it and are used and, and um, aren't um, being recycled properly. Right. And, and, um, you know, we're, we're definitely going to, there's going to be room to drive down, you know, the cost of these, you know, uh, in terms of, uh, at scale, uh, right. Because you know, sure. we, the more you make the cheaper they become. The more, yeah. You know, that's, that's just a given. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, you know, there is a cost to, um, to putting to place in place the infrastructure that's needed, you know, to do large scale uh, recycling. And that, and that is, that's the challenge, right? Is is that basically you have to collect, you know, um, a significant amount of material, um, which should be actually fairly easy to do once it's in place, you know, and and um, and we can and get that going. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's um, it's costly to, to set all of those things up, and so um, I'm I'm optimistic that. Uh, you know the early adopters. You know uh, will be out in force and able to to support and 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 help um, and uh, help the company grow and in in these early um, stages. And um, yeah, and then hopefully we can uh, we can get that system in place, and then we can start driving down the costs as as we um, as we expand. Love it. One thing that occurred to me as you were talking about like the teams using these and, you know, you putting stickers or logos or whatever is this whole notion of brand building for individual players. Now that NIL is in place at, with the NCAA and mm. what a cool opportunity to showcase your personal brand when you're at a tournament or you're on the practice court. Um, I just, I'm, having visions of, you know, TikTok and Instagram in my head of, you know, people really personalizing their rally hopper to reflect their personal brand, then building their social media, utilizing that. And so lots of really cool ways to not only get the utilitarian aspect of this that you intended when you first created it, but also to kind of expand that into serving other purposes, the recycling, you know, at the forefront. And I, I really applaud your efforts to solve for this problem of string waste and coming up with easy solutions for the stringers themselves to actually get that leftover product or, or, discarded product back into your hands so that you can use it to build this very useful rally hopper for people. So kudos for that. I think that's very cool. And yeah, and you. yeah you mentioned that you're going to be selling through the string shops and, and a variety of locations. Um, since this is airing mid-February-ish, any idea where people will be able to purchase rally hopper at that time? Yeah, so um, working on the the online platform right now, so we'll have um, that up. Um, so basically, you know, we just just wrapped the Kickstarter campaign, or at least the the funding portion um, last week, 
um, or on Sunday. And um, so we're, we're working towards um, delivering those. And um, so if people that want to, to follow along, they can go to rallyhopper.com. They can you know, also check it out on Kickstarter. Um, and I'm not, I don't know if I'm going to have this up. Um, I, I will endeavor to have it up by, <laughs> so I just found out by Valentine's day. Um, and, and certainly at least, uh, the, uh, um, you know, to take uh, email addresses so people can follow along and, and, um, with the, with the actual launch. Um, but yeah, that's, that, that's where it'll be. And then on Instagram, we're at, at rally hopper, um, and starting to, to build some of that content. Um, and that's an excellent point about the, the NIL. And, you know, I, I think, you know, that's one of the things that I've, I really like about this design is, is the ability to kind of, um, to, to brand it, you know, I've, I've, I've specifically got my patent coverage, you know, where all the majors are, because I envision these being sold, um, you know, at the major tournaments and, and, branded in in you know wimbledon purple and green and you know rolling garros etc so um yeah so it's it's pretty you know that that aspect is is pretty cool well i'm hoping i'm going to run into you at indian wells this year we had talked about That's trying plan, to connect I mean, there I'm yeah still on still on my calendar i'm looking forward to it to come out to the tournament and we'll, yeah. we'll do some some live content i did just have a um um, I, I got the the rally hopper in the hands of Vanya King, the former Wimbledon and U.S. Open doubles champion, um, at uh, at a clinic, and and that was pretty cool. And um, it's and the, the the photo that I have of it when she's talking, it's just so very striking. It, it's 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 I like the way it looks. <laughs> yeah, it's very it, elegant. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. So it looks cool and i don't know that the strings it's kind of interesting because the balls just kind of look like they're floating there like they're magically kind of you know they're kind of hard to, to see it's like yeah. where those, those balls are just stacked so <laughs> well it's very cool and i'm super excited to see what happens over the next several months with this i know that it's going to take off because it really does solve a big problem for tennis players at the junior level at the adult level. I mean, you should see the number of balls sitting in my bag. And then I have a separate like reusable grocery bag that I just keep in my trunk that I throw the used balls into. And it's, I have a dog. My dog's very happy to get the used balls, but at some point like enough already. <laughs> so, <All right. laughs> um, well, Ken, it's been a pleasure chatting with you and getting to learn more about Rally Hopper. I, again, wish you all the success and look forward to running into you on the courts and especially running into you at Indian Wells. We're going to have a fun time. So for those of you not following Parenting Aces and not yet following Rally Hopper on Instagram, be sure you do that so that you can catch our content when, uh, when we're out in the desert together. That'll be fun. Yeah, that sounds great. Thanks so much. And to my audience, thank you so much for tuning in. And we will catch you next time on Parenting Aces. I'm Lisa Stone, and you've been listening to the Parenting Aces podcast. For tennis parents, by a tennis parent. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to us and write a review on iTunes. For more information on navigating the junior and college tennis journey, please visit us online at ParentingAces.com. Thanks for tuning in and sharing us with your tennis community.